0: Homeland Security Committee in Congress, the highest level security clearances are not allowed to see the details of PDD-51 signed May 9th uh, of this year that literally makes the president a dictator. It is pointless. world is so crazy, man, I know you see that And if you lack the right knowledge, man, you need that Stupidity makes you look weak, get your strength back Before they take away your rights and you won't get them back nigga. leave it, big brothers watching you now George Bush is using dictatorship to lock us down Kings with no crowns taking over your towns They keep us in the dark with concentration camp bound Rumsfeld said 93 was shot down Yet you still believe the lies from these clowns, wow. reptiles in the flesh, kill you and care less. First was Iraq, and you can guess who's next on the agenda. Uh. Make them all surrender uh. with brute military force, every border's cross. They using high-tech weapons to show they're tough in the process. Innocent people are blowing up. Then they show you on the news. To them, it's gratitude. Control levy the of longitude and latitude. Uh. The EU, when you win the new world order, they put us. War, jealous sons and daughters, Man. To me that's in side. Governmental slaughter, you want your 40 acres, it'll cost you. They owe me, I'm lost sheep, I don't know my culture. Shit, in the land, ran by foreign yeah. impostors. Who's the call? For the you don't know what they know. the go with military control. You better do what you told. For they lock and load, start a war with you. You don't know what to do. Leave it, I see it. Why? Every validity speech deceiving All else? they need is a good enough reason yeah. to make you believe it. They having mad fun with pentagrams uh, Uses in the Washington, D.C. street plans Let's look at the pentagon, look at your dollar bill Across from the great Seal, Niggas that real Watch them cook up a lot and feed you that bullshit From mainstream news to the preachers' pulpit Wonder why we resort to unloading full clips, selling narcotics in streets where we live, killing our brothers, disrespecting our mothers, dodging cops in the couple, bitches putting holes in rubbers, just to have kids and use the system. They need a law in them, instead, the devil's with them. Tell me what happened to all rebellionism. It's been replaced by Freemason fascism. It's the end of the world as we know. They dominate the globe, Marshal on the making, Patriot Act. Mode. It, nigga, I see it. Why? Every race, color, creed, mistreat Every political speech, the see All they need is a good enough reason to make you believe it. They ain't a fed that can shut me up shut Got a regular protest, why are you tryna cuff me up? They say I'm a conspiracy theorist and all that But I got the proof to show you that it's all fact And it's been going on, way before Babylon Using the same bloodline so they can carry on That tradition of a mixed up religion But by any means necessary, I'ma get up in them expose their contradiction, I'm ready for confrontation Cause everybody I know could use it up, you can deal with your laptop and Google Freemasons 9-11 truth, demolition demonstration And the building they lying to the youth I don't support the poor, I support the truth so We all need to get Bush's chain in your boot This is aimed at you, now go and tell your crew Believe it It. I see it. Every race, color, creed is treated. Every political speech see All they need is a good freeze, and I make you believe it.
1: Is fucking, this is CFR Network. <laughs> <laughs> is that good? CFR Network, CFR News. Good day, good night. Shalom, wasalam niha, bonjour, hola. All of the universal greetings. Trust everybody is well for the UK listeners. I know it's a hot one today. Um, so trustfully, everyone is enjoying the weather and stuff. It's, it's very um, unusual like here now. So fun times as we do. Special guest. I have with me the one and only author, paranormal researcher, critical thinker, Jazz of the Dead. How are we, sir?
2: Thanks for having me on. Glad to be here.
1: You're most welcome, kind sir. You're most welcome. How how have you, how has your day been today, sir?
2: Well, it's been a, it's been a crazy one. Uh, lots of malfunctions here at home, um, but you know that's the life in the paranormal.
1: Definitely, <laughs> definitely, we're fighting the good fight. That's the most important thing. All uh-huh. of the trials, tribulations, obstacles, which are challenges, you know, they're all good, man. Fortify yourself and uh, makes the day interesting sometimes. Oh, yeah, keeps me on my toes. (laughs) Definitely. Oh, and also for the listeners, I totally neglected to say this thank yourself for tuning in. And also, thank yourself for surviving the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) We made it. We made it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. how. I, I I think I know where, where what your answer is going to be, but how was you affected, if at all, over this last sort of what two plus years that we've um been um under the 1984 sort of scenario?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely um changed my uh uh you know plans a lot. Um When I I investigate the paranormal, but I don't like to do the typical, you know, haunted locations in the U.S., uh, U.K., I like to branch out and do, you know, weird places from all over the world, you know, places and cases that people are maybe less familiar with. Um, But of course, that kind of got put on hold with uh, a lot of the travel bans and things like Mm -hmm. that. So, um, you know. Pool, that with a, combined with a, a rough economy. To be fair, it's always a rough economy when you're a ghost hunter, but uh, yeah, <laughs> <that> it's <imagine. laughs> doubly so now. Uh, it's it's been difficult, but I've been able to find some um, you know local projects and things that I've I've been able to you know gear my passion towards and uh, research new cases and things like that that um you know some people have uh, maybe forgotten uh, here in the the U.S. Okay. getting into some ufos and and weird shit that um is on everyone the forefront of everyone's mind but uh not not on everyone's research so i'm trying to uh, catch everyone up to speed as they are accepting our new reality
1: (laughs) very well put very well put i mean that's a very good point i think in my early stages of um research, study, and uh, enlightenment, the UV, and also, let me just um, preface this, I've always been fascinated with number one sci-fi, sci-fi, fantasy, and the paranormal, the unexplained, that has always, because I've always been the person to ask why, who, and where, and when. (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's always that so I've always had that interest and I guess what early early 2000s I really started to look into all of the you know the good old days when YouTube was actually really good and you could just spend hours (laughs) upon hours just going my god what on earth I didn't know about this I didn't know about that and the next recommendation is another Mm. rabbit hole so I, I, I spent many years going down those multiple different rabbit holes. Some of them were very fruitful. Some of them, unfortunately, were fruitless. All yeah. <laughs> part of the journey. Um, so it's it's I'm I'm very glad to have you on because I rarely, in essence, have these conversations of late in regards to the paranormal um, and all of the other subcategories that we, I guess you would put under that. Um, because I guess, well, I would say that the UFO phenomenon is mm-hmm. one of the, the, the wide, it's the, the shining star, it's the heavyweight champion. Um, oh, for, yeah, definitely. People.
2: Yeah, um, a, a lot of people have different definitions of the, the paranormal, you know, um, most people think like Zach Baggins, right, Ghost Adventures in the, the black tap out t-shirt, you know, yelling in the, the middle of an empty building. Um, and it is a good bit of that. But uh, really, the paranormal is it's all of it. It's from you. It's your Bigfoots, your UFOs, your your ghosts. And um, when you really get into the research and you you, you know, start on this journey, um, you might start as a ghost hunter, you might start as a UFO guy, you might start as a Bigfoot, you know, hunter. But at the end of that path, you're going to wind up where, where a lot of us researchers are realizing that there's something, something's going on beyond just a, a man hiding in the woods or, uh, you know, the ghost of an 1800s Civil War soldier. So, mm-hmm. Our, our reality is a little more uh, wibbly wobbly than we like to give it credit for. And all of these things are, are manifestations of, of that, of our Uh, misunderstanding of what you know really is reality
1: yeah most definitely I mean it's lack of knowledge the you know the the dumbing down of society and humanity pushing us forward to a technocratic sort of um like I guess zen light state versus really looking at you know the the and utilizing the the five senses
2: yeah well it it comes down when it with the paranormal phenomena, when you really, you know, sit back and observe it, um, there's these similarities that can't be ignored across, you know, ghosts and UFOs and these things. And um, in my first book, I wrote about how these similarities that all of these things have in common uh, are also happen to be some of the similar effects you get under the influence of psychedelics. Um, And so, you know, whatever allows you know these things that go bump in the night to to show up it seems to be a a a biological trigger at least a portion of it is there's something in our minds that interacts with reality and through those interactions these things these uh strange artifacts pop up um and they're so strange and unexplainable that we call them the the paranormal Um, but you know a, a few of those similarities are you have missing time um that's one of the big ones right one of the mm-hmm. spookiest details mm-hmm. people who get abducted by ufos you know they lose these hours of, of consciousness and they don't know where it goes um a famous case in south america um corporal valdez he was hanging out well not hanging out he was on a training mission with um his uh, platoon and they saw this light descend down the hill he walked off towards it. The light and him vanished for about 15 minutes. Um, and when he returned, he had stubble grown when he was what? cleanly shaven before. And his watch was spun forward uh, a week. And um, a profet- they, they brought in local scientists, professors to interview these guys. And as, as far as they know, everyone's telling the truth. You know, they reported this. What year was UK. this, Jez? Um, so, this would have been, I want to say, 86, but wow. I'm not 100% sure that's the exact date. Um, I believe it was in the 80s, though. That's the Corporal Valdez case in Chile, um, also written about in my book. Um, so, uh, that's one good case. It's very similar to the Travis Walton case. He had a similar experience. You know, that's the fire in the sky in yeah. Arizona case. Um, a bunch of his lumberjack co-workers saw him get zapped by a ufo he vanished for a week and then he was found walking down the the street um, in a day's confusion a week later and he thought he'd only been gone for a couple hours um, and you know this is something that happens in ghost cases too i had a case reported to me
0: Oh, sugar.
2: Hey, sorry.
0: No
2: problem. <laughs> um, and so that's something I've experienced uh, as well on psychedelics, um, that kind of missing time uh, fuckery, mm. right? I've, you know, taken a, been on some substances and like stared at the wall and I thought maybe I was looking at the wall for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and fuck, three hours, it's it's just gone. Okay, I got one,
1: I I got one for you, I got one for you, I'll condense the story down, but in essence, four of us left the city of Birmingham to travel to the city of Leeds.
2: It sounds like one of those math problems. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: so we head out on a sun on a uh, i don't know what it was a saturday i'm sure so even now i'm trying to recall the day it's really hazy so in Mm -hmm. essence i'm sure it was a saturday so it was a saturday or a friday anyway we travel up there we drop someone off half the way up there we're on the um M1 I would imagine I look at the window and I see like a light and I think I didn't think anything of it and then we're continuously driving on this pretty straight motorway and I look again and I still see this light and I'm thinking is that a plane so third time now I look I still see the plane that well the lights in a similar kind of, you know, it didn't descend, it hadn't ascended, it hadn't passed mm-hmm. us, it was still in that background. So I jokingly said, hey guys, is, I think we've got a year or four back here. So everyone looked and, you know, yeah, okay, yeah, we can see the light, blah, blah, blah. This happened for pretty much until we got to Leeds. Leeds is a two and a half to three hour drive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So for an hour plus, we're seeing this light, we dropped the person off, I remember Driving back, well, sitting after drive back anyway, at least to Birmingham, on the Monday. Now, so we fast forward a little bit of time, either a day or two days, yeah. get to work. And you know the usual question, hey, so what did you get up to over the, over the weekend? So I start to recant the story well, of what I thought happened. And when it got to dropping this person off, for the life of me, I couldn't remember anything else that happened. So I'm, I'm assuming now, thinking about it, it was a Friday. Because I couldn't recall the weekend. So I yeah. the other two people. And they couldn't recall. And we all met up. And, you know, I think it was the same day or the next day. And, like, what do you remember? And we all remember bits and pieces. But we can't remember for the life of us what happened the following day and a half
2: yeah and so this is something that pops up all the time in like interactions with these craft and it can simply just be seeing one or just being near one it doesn't have to be the whole sucked up through the light you know anally probed these side effects that they happen and they they pop up again on psychedelics um one of the other interesting parallels that pops up is like the, the reaction people have to the paranormal um, is very, very similar to the reaction uh, people have under psychedelics, in particular the UFO phenomenon. Um, but this pops up a lot with Bigfoot as well, is, you know, people, they see a Bigfoot or they get, you know, sucked up to a UFO and they come back with usually one of two viewpoints on it. One, it was fucking terrifying. It was the scariest thing they've ever experienced. They hated it. They never want to experience it ever again. Or two, um, it was this like oneness with nature. like they knew that the the aliens were here because they wanted to save us and they were, you know, part of the galaxy or Bigfoot's mother nature incarnate and this kind of oneness and that's those those are the two reactions you get on magic mushrooms if you give someone magic mushrooms for the very first time you're going to get one of those two reactions they're either (laughs) going to really love it they're going to feel that like unity that oneness or they're going to be absolutely fucking terrified um and they're going to have a a a bad time and they're not going to want to to do that (laughs) ever again um and, you know, it, the, the similarities continue from seeing strange worlds and visions and things like that um, to just general high strangeness where, you know, if you're tripping, weird shit tends to happen to you. You know what I mean? You can go on thousands of, of psychonaut forums and shit and read about all the weird synchronicities and things that pop up um while you're on psychedelics and a lot of it's personal and not really that significant um but the same thing occurs in paranormal investigations as well um you know there's teams out there who you know they've got like a tin can and it's the for them it's the spookiest thing ever because it showed up while they were doing this experiment and you know it's super strange to us and we're like okay well it's whatever it's a tin can but for them it's spooky as fuck and these things again (laughs) they continue to pop up and pop up pop up and i don't want to be misinterpreted as saying oh well it's all all paranormal shit psychedelic shit in your head dismiss it quite the opposite i think that whatever the trigger is that allows it to happen is some kind of psychedelic process in the mind Mm -hmm. but what's what is paranormal and what's hallucination crosses over when those hallucinations leave physical imprints right and this is something that can't be denied when it comes to ufos now yeah. we're acknowledging that the military's filming them with top of the, the line camera equipment um you know meant to find enemy ships and shit they're, they're picking them up
1: with that one with that one I'm I'm kind of split down the middle with that as you say the information you know you know DARPA and you know the, the military they're fine they've got really expensive equipment that's supposed mm-hmm. to be used and and they're now showing this stuff I kind of I'm in the ball game of yeah that that's potentially happening but at the same time, I'm 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 putting the old tin yeah. hat on, and I'm thinking, is this like a deep fake? I just I just you know, is this deep fake well, shit?
2: <laughs> that is the popular theory that they're gonna like fake a UFO invasion, and that's how they're gonna throw put out the the one world government yeah. and things like that. Which is it's intriguing. Um, the the issue with that is these I think with Serious examination that these things have been with us throughout history, like going back to you know, pre biblical times. People have been interacting with entities and things like that. And um, we, we chalk it up to oh, they were on psychedelics. But that doesn't change the fact that they were getting information that they didn't have beforehand. Whether or not that information is coming from the subconscious or it's coming from other sources, yeah. the the interaction with these entities has been around a lot longer than you know our ability to put a you know projection in the sky. That being said, I st- I do have a B theory I cleverly title <laughs> which. Suggests that all of that could potentially be true. I don't ever want to undersell us human beings yeah. for our ability to like come up with schemes and plots and shit because we exactly. absolutely we're pretty fucking clever. <laughs> and um, I, I do have a whole side theory that these UFOs could be human tech, human tech that does cause this weird psychedelic side effect, but still human tech. Um, but I, it was my. I, I,
1: yeah i would hypothesize and say what we're currently experiencing is a mixture i think potentially there's i, I wouldn't give a percent well let's put a percentage on it i would say maybe 20 percent of them are 100 percent dark operations and they're testing stuff out like they've done like in the early early days you know mm-hmm. oh what the hell is that we've never seen that kind of craft before it's a ufo well, maybe not. They're testing, and as the Second World War, and everyone was looking, quote unquote, right. for this saucer-like objects to be flying around. And then they, right. you can see footage on YouTube of them testing and trying to have saucer-like objects fly off the ground. And then they do; they levitate and they go pretty high. Mm-hmm. But the control element seemed, seemed, <laughs> quote unquote, air quotes, to be a bit off. But I hypothesize again that. That technology that were, that we have been privy to be shown is way more advanced. If we stepped into oh. those places, we would see some shit like what this is. What we saw in cartoons back in the day. Why why isn't mm-hmm. this technology available to everybody? Kind of thing.
2: Right. Absolutely. I I, I do think um, they say what that you know the skunk works is always. Uh, Fifty years ahead of whatever they're showing the public. Yeah. Um, and what well, a few years ago they unveiled the the new rail gun. They can like Ooh. they put it on a boat. They can fire this cannonball um using magnets no explosives gunpowder or anything magnets they fire it in a perfectly straight line for three miles so you could be like sitting in your apartment and there could be a, a boat like just off in the horizon and you're like oh i wonder what that boat's at shadoosh you're yes. fucking bad <laughs> your um So I I do think it's definitely uh, a possibility, but I do think there's also a lot of kind of false um, correlations going on with that argument. Um, And, you know, the modern uh, UFO phenomenon does start with, world war ii and the foo fighters that's kind of when it does ramp up yes um but we we always kind of in history we attribute that to oh they dropped the atomic bomb and then the ufo that that got the attention of the aliens and then they started visiting is <laughs> a super good story like, yeah I love that as a movie plot it's fun um, but there's also another explanation it's also the first time in history that people were flying planes at that altitude. And so it was the first time we were at that altitude to interact with these objects. Um, Throughout history, you can go back, Jacques Vallée actually has a great book of, and it's just, it's super nerdy, if you wanna check it out, it's great if you love this shit. It's 500 prehistoric, pre-1900s UFO encounters. Um, that are from the historical record well documented like by you know renowned people of the time where they're like yeah it's a fucking ufo and yeah. it, it, it seems like this phenomenon's you know it's with us and it correlates with us um, what was that we, one
1: <laughs> that one in europe that very famous one and there's a there's a, a, a picture of it that was drawn like a fresco of it and apparently, there was a, a, a sky show of UFOs, as we would deem them today, <clears throat> mm-hmm. for three odd hours or something like that, or for the half of a day. There was just literally UFOs, and someone painted this, this uh, like a, a depiction of what yeah. they, they saw. Are you aware of that one?
2: Yeah, um, that one, I think, actually might even be in the Valet book. Um, a lot of times, historians, there's, there's this thing that pops up in the historical accounts that has never popped up in modern times but they're always like "Oh, it must have been a really far south aurora borealis for whatever reason (laughs) aurora borealis got real far south one time and that's what they were fucking seeing that Mm. pops up all the time um and again there's constant explanation of course there were angels and things like that even though those angels are described as rings of fire They're they're interpreted differently. And through my research, it suggests that even to this day, there are people who will, if you and I look at an object, we'll probably see it as a UFO because we are raised in this cultural context of of seeing that. But other people might look at it and see something totally different. There's this case I'm working on, and hopefully I'll be traveling um, within the next year or so, um, to go investigate in Namibia in South Africa. Wow. Um, this the, the ghost of the Kalahari. Um, and it's, it's this light orb, kind of your classic UFO light orb. You know, we have the Marfa lights in the U.S., um, Brown Mountain lights. There's the Min Min lights in Australia. It's kind of one of these classic, you know, orbular, weird... Yeah. they seem to show intelligence science writes it off as some unknown light phenomenon they can never explain it fully but they're like oh it's just something natural because it occurs so often that they you know they need an explanation but these balls of light seem to show intelligence and um, and in Namibia in more recent times it's taken on this you know era of UFOs that oh these are UFOs that are are visiting the country. In colonial times, they were considered ghosts. And a lot of times you would see the light orb morph into like a woman in white, like this classic kind of ghost archetype. Um, But interestingly enough, to this day, I found that there's this one swath between these two towns um, and around this river where this ghost of the Kalahari phenomenon, this light orb appears. But when it gets close, when they get close, they say it's a flying snake, this area, which has very little colonialism, very little, um, it's still very ethnically Namibian, there's not a lot of, you know, because it's in the middle of the desert, it's this unique ethnic group, and they say, yeah, it's a flying snake, it's got a big light on its head, so when you see it from far away, it looks like a light, but once it gets close... It's a snake, and interestingly enough, they say that this snake leaves scorch marks. It leaves these burn marks wherever it interacts, that it has this temperature to it, again, just like modern UFOs. It also is reported in conjunction with cattle mutilations. People say that they see have their sheep with these two drill holes in the side of its neck and all the blood sucked out. Again, very similar to UFO cattle mutilations, but also to chupacabra. I was just gonna say
1: that you, yes. It has that
2: same exact MO where they're sucking the blood out of animals. And and that's South Africa,
1: is right? Is that South Africa? That's the Kalahari
2: Desert in in Botswana and Namibia, Mm -hmm. um, parts of South Africa as well. so, yeah, you, again, you have one region where that's why this region in particular is interesting. It's because a it's the same region. It's a UFO, a ghost and a flying snake. Um, but around the world, you see the, the same differences and commonalities. Right. And Utah, it's UFOs. When a cow yeah. is found, drain out of blood and, and gored up in a weird way. Well, the UFOs did it. What do you,
1: what do you? What is your hypothesis or explanation in regards to the cattle mutilation th- phenomenon? I mean, I've, I've heard a few, but it, it's, it's kind of like a, a shot in the dark because, yeah. you know. It's,
2: it's definitely a tricky one because it's one of the ones, though, where it's one of the things I point to when people are like, well, it's not, you know, this stuff's not real, is it? Well, something's killing those fucking exactly, And it's, yeah. we're not human beings, you know? Um, <clears throat> and again, it's global. Um, I, I've seen the human explanations for it, right? Because if they are human craft, if there is a human explanation, why the fuck are we doing that to our own cattle? And there's this idea that it's there to, you know, test for diseases. It's like a preventative biological warfare thing. And that's all well and good until you find out that it also occurs in the middle of nowhere in Brazil, you know, what would be the sense of doing it to a chicken coop in Argentina? There's, there's yeah. these weird things that pop up that challenge that human explanation. <laughs> oh, uh, as far as what I believe that's, it's one of the ones where shit, man, I don't know um, what I can say from that. And from other research is whatever's, the phenomenon is it's definitely interested in our biology um mm-hmm. the, the planet's biology mm-hmm. uh, specifically though animals that are in large populations being humans Peds. yeah cattle, birds right it's, it's it doesn't seem to be doing it too much to wild animals but then again maybe it does and we just don't you know, record those.
1: We don't really points. have
2: a, a method to record that information, so we can't really say that for sure. But what we can say is they're definitely interested in our bits,
0: yeah. uh, whether that's
2: organ meat, blood, you know, eggs, uh, sperm. This is something that's you know, c- people are constantly getting diddled on those UFOs. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what their motive is or why. Um, I do have a theory. Um, my personal theory is that if if these phenomenon are operating, if it is a separate intelligence that's operating this phenomenon, um, then I think we need to acknowledge that it's not ETs in the traditional sense, right? They're not flying all the way here from Alpha Centauri yeah. um, to, to, you know, stick a finger up our butts. Um, they, if If reality works in this way, this um, kind of biocentric model, then this stuff starts making more sense. And the biocentric model posits that reality doesn't exist without some kind of living organism there to observe it um it gets into quantum mechanics all kinds of shit that i'm not qualified and i'm not gonna pretend like i'm qualified (laughs) (laughs) no i see where Uh, you're
1: going but that throws up so many questions it really does but it's it's fascinating it really is fascinating
2: so if, if we take that model though we're not they're not you don't travel from planet to planet you travel from bubble of observed reality to bubble of observed reality and if that's the case then for one of these objects ships craft to operate it might make more logical sense that your fuel isn't fuel it's not gasoline it's you use biological material so you put like a little fetus in the jar and that fetus can see earth it can you know view our reality from our perspective Mm -hmm. and that's the craft somehow uses that you know link, yeah existence of reality to pop into our reality for you know our bubble of existence um and then you know they pop out to to whatever it could be literally our our sperm and blood and shit could be the fuel that powers their like rick and morty style portal gun <laughs> That's how they. they oh. You need to get to Earth. You need a bucket full of you know Earth, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> or even just sexual energy. If we want to keep it on that level, just the sexual energy alone, because that that in itself as uh, brings forth power. It's just again, absolutely. it's it's down to the, the, the way you were raised and what you you have experienced.
2: Right right and well the sexual energy thing is a good point because you think of alistair crowley and his entities lamb he was doing all kinds of weird uh, fluid ingesting (laughs)
1: and
2: and he was interacting with these entities that you know that look like our modern day ets and a lot of um you know Comparisons, the big heads, the almond eyes, exactly. and shit like
1: that. Which, um, which so, for me, when, when I look at that and when I made that connection very early on, I did, um, mm-hmm. I kind of had again a 50 50 position on this. I'm kind of thinking that some of these, like Lamb, that the entity this who was supposed to be a mystic and knew all of this stuff and taught him all of this, you know, and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I won't go into all that detail. People who have studied Crowley will know. Um, but then, as you say, the modern phenomenon—it's almost like a mirror image of this lamb character. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking, based upon his his chain of thought and the kind of things that he was on, um, the 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 Luciferian doctrine of sorts, which is a, a, about uh, shunning the normality. So if it's normal, you want to. Yeah. You know, it's it's any taking things to the extreme. So I'm kind of, in my head, I'm thinking looking at it from a, a three Abrahamic faith or just from a, a good versus evil. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this lamb character isn't a good guy. <laughs> isn't a good energy.
2: Yeah. It, it, well, it's, that, that's one of those models as a paranormal investigator. I try to avoid though, like the plague, um, because I've seen too many, there's there's they're out there you know who they are yes you're in the field where they're like that's a demon oh you're possessed you did yes Uh, oh oh, you're done that's demons man you're talking about demons and it's very counterproductive to to the research field you know is there truth truth?
1: but would, would would you would you say that there's truth in that 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 theology in regards to as you said the description of angels and ufos could be merged into one based upon the time period or where you are culturally mm-hmm. could this not be the same kind of thing angels and demons and
2: yeah it, it could be but i see that as an artifact of of what we were discussing earlier of that psychedelic side effect right okay people find it either holy or terrifying yes those are your two natural reactions to it and then, again those are the natural reactions That you're gonna have if you're dosed with some fucking psychedelics. That you're either gonna have a, a really great fucking time or it's gonna be really bad. And so when we look at the history and we know that these phenomenon, they have that side effect. Then okay, we take a step back and say, okay, well that's a gut reaction to paint something good or paint it evil is a gut reaction and we can't fault people for it because again i do same shit happens to me anytime i take a psychedelic i feel one with mother nature right i feel one with the the earth i can't turn off that feeling when i'm on those drugs so it is something that that's absolutely a part of the field but as trying to be objective as a researcher I've, I've got to try to stay away from that. Though yeah. I think there's another model that's very popular currently and that's of the, the trickster. Um, <coughs> and it's the idea that these entities are more low-key than they are Satan. Mm. They're not really out there to like harvest your soul, but yeah. they do seem to fuck with people yes. in a weird way. Yes. Um, but again, we can't from from all of the research there's not really you know there's not really thousands of cases of people getting murdered or you know torn apart by ghosts like in the horror movies there's a lot of cases of ghosts fucking with people and with people talking to entities and getting bullshit information i mean that one we see all the time right how many preachers come out uh, a month and say doomsday's coming up it's coming up next week sell all your shit and give it to me yeah,
1: <laughs> it's, yeah
2: it's the end times and of course a lot of those are hucksters i'm sure a lot of them the majority but i do think some people and you can see it they they believe it they believe what they're they're you know talking to
1: yes
2: and whether that's mental illness or it is information coming from some other ether um it's it's hard to understand and it seems to be fucking with them because we know those doomsday predictions they don't come they do not arrive we know yeah. um you know shit like this it, it happens all across the field i think one of the good example is uh, steven Greer. i don't know if you're familiar yes with indeed work. yeah um but it's actually kind of in the the At the base levels, it's kind of in the same vein as my research. It's about, you know, he teaches these super dumb expensive courses, but they're essentially about how you can meditate UFOs to you. And again, putting yourself in these altered states seems to be part of the the equation. So I'm all on board with that. Um, but he believes that the aliens are here to save us and that we need to you know like give up and give in to these aliens and um, <coughs> they're, they're, they're the good guys and you know the military is keeping it secret from us and all that which sounds wonderful know, sounds wonderful i love it. It, it does sound wonderful but we've also got to acknowledge that if these ets are real in that sense that they are aliens from a different world planet reality they aren't very friendly <laughs> i mean this is a matter of the fact we already talked about cattle mutilation yeah. they kill our shit they don't pay for those cows they abduct us in the middle of the night without consent they perform sexual experience if they were here on earth We'd lock them in prison for at least twenty years, (laughs) right? Kidnapping, (laughs) sexual molestation—it's not a consensual experience. Indeed. Um, So he's wrong, flat out. They're they're clearly not all here to, you know, help us and be nice to us because they're not doing that. And so now comes the question: Is—is he? saying all these things because he's selling these courses for five grand a pop, which is very likely. That's what they're yeah. saying to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say he's not, but I do think there's a chance, and this is because the other some of that shit is legit, that he is in contact with entities, but those entities are taking him for a fucking ride, man. Yeah.
1: Personally, I... I, I myself i wouldn't try and commune with any kind of um spirit or you know it, it just seems because it's, it's it's doors isn't it like i know where i live i know where my place of business is i know where friends mm. and family you just go because you know it's familiar you see the number on the door and you open mm. it, it, it if we transpose that scenario to you know Oh, you know, let's get, you know, as you've, you've, you've alluded to um, on other broadcasts, Ouija board business. Mm. Some people, it's not an issue. You know, you, you won't have potentially. Not for me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We've got living proof right here. You uh-huh. know.
2: I'm, I'm rolling my doobies on it. Exactly. You
1: know, right <laughs> <laughs> but you'll have other people. Who will, t- who will do that kind of stuff, and mm. they are played with nothing but issues, nothing yeah. but issues.
2: I don't know. I, 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 yeah, if you're, and again, if you, there are cases where people play with a fucking Ouija board and they have these psychotic episodes and, mm. you know, psychologists would say, oh, it's schizophrenia triggered by this or whatever. But the the blunt fact is that it's real. It's a real impact at that point. It's no longer a thing of a movie if it's happening. You know, if this person physically no longer feels control, then what is in control? Even if they've created a separate entity inside their head, it's still they've created a thing. It's still something paranormal is occurring. Wow. The interesting cases of those are it's almost always Catholic schoolgirls from South America. (laughs) if you look into like ouija board based possessions you got like guatemala there's um a couple i think in brazil it's really catholic really you know entrenched kind of cultures yeah Mm -hmm. and so yeah if you think a ouija board can get you possessed and start fucking around with the ouija board then yeah there's a good chance you might get yeah
1: and then also the the other points as well is you know you could be stricken with grief you could have had you know a loved one pass etc oh you know hey steve you you never guess what um mary told me about this ouija board lock like all you need to do you can speak to you can speak to the one that Mm -hmm. just passed and then you know with the grief with wanting to have the final kind of conversation they do that and maybe they're not actually having that conversation with their loved one and it's it's somebody else that
2: they're talking to it's another entity yeah and i think that that's the there's a ton of evidence from seances because they used to be a popular thing to do yeah well documented well recorded that backs up the idea of the trickster and again i like that because it's not It's not Satan here to like rip you and disembowel you and, you know, have a blood orgy inside your whatever. It's (laughs) more like a kid, like a kid making a prank call. And that really seems to be a lot of the attitude these entities kind of have. Um, And that might be the case. But again, I actually don't even like going as far to say that it's entities, um, it could just be disincarnate information, right? It could just exist somewhere else that's not inside our brains, not inside a computer. And it could just be random bits of information. And we just start picking them out and weaving them together until it, mm. it feels meaningful. It it's could like, be
1: like a broken program in essence or a broken app.
2: Right. Right. It's, it's kind of like how ghost hunters will hear sentences in the static of their voice recorder <laughs> but we're picking out sentences in the static of the shared subconscious. And uh... that's why sometimes we pick out information that's truthful and meaningful. That's why sometimes every, every once in a while, a psychic like solves a crime. <laughs> 99.9% of the time, they're just talking nonsense right out of their ass, <laughs> um, whether they believe it or not. But every once in a while, meaningful information is pulled out and taken from the other side. And that's been documented throughout history. Again, long before biblical times and that, you have the Oracle at Delphi, right? The story that survived thousands of years, The, the king asked, wanted to test out all of these different oracles and shit to see if any of them were legit. The ones at Delphi were huffing weird fumes from the inside of the earth and the lady the the question was what's the king doing right now um and she's like he's doing an autopsy on a fish or some something super bizarre like that and she was spot on and we remember that story because it happens (laughs) every once in a while it fucking happens where Mm. they pull meaningful information um and you also have this that pops up in the creative realm where you know, people talk about characters and things that don't seem to originate from them. They seem to come from somewhere else. Um, and again, there's a whole other side of the paranormal that suggests that it does come from us, that we undersell ourselves and that we create these tulpas and egregores, um, which are the, the names for these, these shared entities. Um, the the tulpa is the one you create for yourself the egregores are the ones created by society and an example of that would be the slender man Uh, we we put so much thought and effort and artistic creation goes into this idea and this concept where it becomes real um, or real enough where it starts having a physical effect on reality it starts convincing people People start seeing it and it starts stringing together this information for people where they start processing it until Slender Man becomes a real thing, a real program in the simulation, if you will. Um, and and you that's talk- your lens you like to view it through. Yes,
1: good points. And when you mention that, I-, I automatically think of the Men in Black.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a good <laughs> example. Men in Black, black eyed kids, again, similar. they seem to um, they seem to be these archetypes that pop up but then they mold and they shift with time Um, because there really haven't been any quality like Alan Bender Men in Black they're like John Keel the really early ones where they were like melt coins in their hands like intimidation and shit like that That, that's kind of dropped off but you have through the 90s and early 2000s this uptick in black-eyed kids which they kind of say share the same mo mixed with a little like vampire shit and a little other shit as well um so it seems that again these these entities kind of form to our expectation whatever is the behind this phenomenon is elusive and it's elusive to the point where we can't necessarily study it objectively mm. um we can try that's what i'm trying to do the best yeah. i can but um it's something that uh, dr jeffrey mishlove wrote about in regards to esp um and most people who've done like research into esp know that it's a real thing like, oh yeah not a super it's not like you know we can get kids to lift things with their minds like movies make it out to be. But like a random number generator, if I'm thinking really hard yeah. about odd, it has like a like a, a slight, like up to 11% chance of it being odd more than even. There is a physical impact our intentions and our, our mind seems to have on reality. Um, but they've discovered a problem with researching ESP is that the people who set up those experiments, their ESP fucks with it.
1: Influences and, and, the experiments, yes.
2: Right. So if it's conducted by scientists who believe in ESP, then you're going to hit that max 11% yeah. mark. But if it's done by skeptics, it's going to be much lower. It's going to hit be like four, three, four percent mark. And so it's this conundrum of how can you study ESP objectively? And you pretty much can. It's a, the same issue in quantum mechanics. How can particles don't exist until they're observed? So how can <laughs> us, we, as observers, objectively
1: but study this is, something like that? This is the a well, it's a good point. It's a good point, but sometimes, I mean, like in the old in the olden days, quote unquote, it wasn't quantum quantum mechanics or quantum physics. It was it was metaphysics, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's a, I, for anyone understanding how do I think to understand the paranormal and to understand all of these things we're going to have to do a a large re-education on like the basis of logic and philosophy. There's going to be a a large overhaul that needs to be done. Um, A good starting point is um, the Theory of Nonsense by Dr. Raymond Moody. Um, He's the guy that termed NDE near-death experience he's really into some weird you know study of life after death stuff Uh very intelligent PhD um but this book is about uh, it's more about logic than anything else and it's about the idea that nonsense we need to stop dismissing nonsense right when we hear something that's bullshit we're like oh that's nonsense and we we throw it out but that's not what nonsense means. Nonsense is something that doesn't make sense logically, which means it can't be true or, or false. Yeah, And we've got to accept that we use nonsense in almost every part of our... Oh
1: yeah, lexicon.
2: <laughs> right? Well, everyone, most people have a feeling towards religion that, if it's not their particular religion mm-hmm. then other religions are nonsense or yeah. there's a lot of people out there who think all religions nonsense yes. and they dismiss it because of that well that's not a, necessarily a true dismissal because we have things in science that are nonsense the big bang theory okay. everything nothing existed and then they exploded into yeah. everything into perfect yeah it's a logical nonsense it's oh. nonsensical it doesn't make any yeah. sense you can't Pull out meaningful information from that. And, side. Uh,
1: well, that's it what they're trying to do. It's not
2: true. Oh, go ahead.
1: <laughs> yes, you you to a point. Well, you're right. Think about for- it like
2: this. Think about it like this. Alchemy started as people making up nonsensical words and applying it to to random things. And now those nonsensical wor- words are our periodic table. They're the words we use to rationalize and understand the elements elements Mm -hmm. it's it's all true now Mm -hmm. and we don't have examples of nonsense becoming false i mean it doesn't mean anything it's nonsense it doesn't make sense but people can find meaning in that they can find spiritual meaning yeah they can find logical meaning yeah a lot of people look at the bible and use it for logical meaning and that's how you get a flat earther uh, you know it, it well, happens.
1: Well, Chaz, what's, um, what's your view on the um, on this plane of existence that we currently reside on is it, is it, is it, is it as um, Neil deGrasse Tyson says an oblique spheroid um, well it's clearly of- a hollow
2: earth uh, <laughs> the, the earth's hollow and it's filled <laughs> with crazy ass monsters and shit that's my, my personal I <laughs> no, are you any flat earther on that point
1: um, and Admiral, Admiral Baird will um, back you up as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, he might. That turtle's highly debated. But I do think it's more about when it comes to the hollow earth theory. I think these hollow places inside the earth, these caverns, these dungeons, these things that make up a large portion of our fantasy world and things, the reason they they occupy that space is because it's a natural way to go and put yourself in an altered state. And when you're in those altered states, you start interacting with the paranormal, the strange, the the worlds beyond and shit. So I I do think that it's maybe a misinterpretation. The hollow inside the hollow earth might not be entirely physical like uh, in the movies. Um, But I do think there is a, a, a realm, a consciousness state that is the hollow earth. And when you're you're inside those hollow, you can definitely have some fucking weird ass experiences. And this is recorded. Look, look into any of miners who have been trapped for multiple days on end. They always have some crazy ass stories. They always see some wild shit. And shit that's seen by the entire group. There was an instance in Kentucky where four dudes, they all saw the Pope. The Pope Came through a, a hole in the wall. They're like he was physical. Like I could touch him. He was real. <laughs> it was the fucking boat.
1: But you'd have some. Wait a minute, Chash, You'll have some people saying that's that's known as um group group um mm-hmm. hip, uh, not hypnosis group um whatever the hell yep. <laughs> uh,
2: group hallucination. Group hallucination.
1: Yeah. That's it. That's the word.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like the dancing plays, and it happens in schools in Africa all the time. They're like you know plagued by a demon or a troll or a witch and like the whole school has to shut down because people are getting sick miraculously and shit like that. But again, we've got to take a step back and acknowledge that once something's physical, it might as well be real. We're, we're, we're starting to argue semantics yeah. on, well, your reality doesn't perfectly match with my reality and I've got a big group of people who agree <laughs> with Again, reality is a consensus viewpoint, right? It's the one where the most people kind of agree. Um, And 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 again, that shit's being put to test right now with hmm. the internet. (laughs) Because uh, most people, it seems these days, are living in separate realities. Oh, yeah. Um, Most definitely.
1: And and looking at it in in a more finer finer detail, a table which appears to be solid... Yeah. To us, because we're, we're, we're vibrating on such a low vibrational frequency, and <clears throat> nothing itself is solid if we look at it. Mm-hmm. It all has molecules, it has nuclei, <laughs> and it is vibrating so quickly.
2: That it just appears so. And again, this loops back to this idea of of a biocentrism and why these entities are so interested in biology. Mm -hmm. And that I think is, again, the missing piece we have in our understanding of reality. That's why every time I read an article about they've discovered an AI, it's, tr- it's really sentient this time. And then it just turns out to be like a racist chatbot. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Every time. And that's because we have this belief that we can just keep crossing enough wires. And uh, eventually, no. we'll cross enough wires and we'll be able to put a soul into a mm. machine. We don't understand how our machine works. We don't exactly. understand how consciousness works. Exactly. We don't understand what those 22 grams that we lose at the moment Indeed. of death are. And we're not going to be able to figure out the. We're, we're gonna. We can make really convincing hypotheses. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be they will make some real convincing sex dolls, but I think it's going to be a minute before we get to uh, AI, Steven Spielberg's uh, well, you know, vision of a thinking boy robot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's an excellent segue because the last two days or so, Google fired some guy for saying, yep. I mean, <laughs> with them chat logs and all that.
0: Mm-hmm. What, is,
1: what is your opinion? I mean, based upon some of the chat logs I've read, it, and as you say you program the inputs into Mm -hmm. you you know self-learning and stuff i think to a point to a point but it it, how can we call something which is non-biological sentience it makes no sense this isn't space (laughs) Odyssey. yeah
2: again none of that is that convincing because it's just nothing it's said or regurgi- everything it's said is regurgitated it's something that's been said before yeah so it's it has access to that it, it can you know put together sentence structure and shit like there's a whole linguistics is the entire science of how yes. to do that you know what I mean and I, I feel like we get you know tricked by that because linguistics is it's magic creating words
1: oh yeah spells
2: magic That yeah. that's the base root of it Mm -hmm. and i do i think is there going to be a great deception if there's one there in the future i do think it's going to be the the ai one where they're going to be like no these robots are as smart as us they're better than us trust me i'm a tech billionaire i own all everything so you're gonna have to trust me no matter what but trust me
1: (laughs) and And it's strange that in nineteen, was it eighty four or nineteen eighty six? That Terminator film came out. Skynet is Skynet, real. Yeah,
2: yeah. Huh? Isn't that the name of China's uh, yeah big, uh, project. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "This is a good ass idea. <laughs> Let's fucking run with it. Um, Just
1: go for it, man! Android fucking robots crushing heads and shit." Take I, do. I I
2: I think we've hit. Everyone talks about you know how they had the future vision of 2020 being, you know, flying cars and shit. It Didn't the original Blade Runner take place in uh, 2022 or some shit like that? We we had these grand expectations. And I think we've, the reason we're not there is we've hit a wall. We've hit a wall of our current understanding of metal and electricity. Those are the two things (laughs) we really understand and then everything else is kind of been the Whoa. biology aspect of it is 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 missing. Yeah. Um, and again, if these Craft are aliens, even if they're not psychedelic. They're aliens from a different planet. They mm. still seem to have a better understanding of that than we do because they're coming here specifically for <laughs> biological reasons. They're not harvesting yeah. gold like the yeah. ancient aliens. The they're not, yeah, they're not here to, <laughs> to to like pull the fucking you know grills out of people's mouths and shit. They're, mm. <laughs> they're yeah, just I mean, un- <laughs> and eggs and shit. You know. And they're not
1: getting my gold teeth,
2: chance my... <laughs> Hold on to them. You never know.
1: <laughs> it is yeah. a, it's an interesting time to be alive. It's, a, it's, a, it's also a scary time to be alive, but you just got to embrace it, man. You just got to embrace yeah, the fucking ride.
2: Absolutely. It's, you know, it's uh, what interesting times make interesting people. So at least we'll be interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> most definitely most definitely um as i wind this down senor i will definitely need to get you back on again um to go into some more detail this is i've thoroughly enjoyed the conversation um have you had fun today sir
2: absolutely this is a blast i'm uh glad to anytime i get a chance to talk my my crazy shit, I love, uh, love anyone who listens, so thanks for having me on
1: you're most welcome, so you're most welcome, please throw out all of your social medias and I'll make sure I put links below in the description
2: yeah, absolutely, you can find me at Chaz of the Dead on all the social medias, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram um, you can also find all of my podcast appearances, articles all the shit I write um, at chazofthedead.com uh, you can also find links to my book and my Patreon there. The book is Paranormal Expeditions Hunt for the Friendship. Um, it's a story of UFOs, psychedelics, Nazis, and an expedition to the edge of the world. Um, so if you like the crazy ass stories and shit I was talking about today, go check out that book. It's full of um, a lot of weird shit I went through in Chile looking into this uh, these concepts and ideas from human explanations two psychedelic explanations i i got into all of it so go check that out um link in the the description of the episode (laughs) yes
1: indeed sir yes indeed now when people purchase the book um will you be putting your autograph on it so or is it going is it coming directly from like the the supplier itself
2: so right now it's coming from amazon but it is getting republished and it'll be available on paranormalitymag.com um paranormal alley magazine great publication that carries a lot of my research um and a lot of awesome projects um they're going to be republishing that book as well as publishing my new one coming in a couple months um so I'll, uh once once that's a little closer yes. i'd love to be back on and uh do all my plugs again for that um, get into uh some more of the, the ufo story because that's I I got a good one for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, sounds like a plan. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, I would imagine your first book's going to be just like that, but you know, it's it's it adds an additional layer potentially, and some it's it's a rabbit hole, man. It's a bloody rabbit hole. Absolutely. Absolutely,
2: it's aliens warlocks Uh, i went to some nazi compounds it's a lot of on the ground research and some of it might even be called journalism (laughs) where uh you don't really see a lot of that in the the paranormal there's a lot of uh you know armchair research out there which is great and fun but Mm -hmm. um if it's, it's a chance to bring some new you know mythology some new information to the the mainstream consciousness and it's a, a wild journey that I, uh, I like to share with you all. So go check it
1: out. Definitely. And most importantly, you, as you're not just doing it from your room, from your bedroom, from the basement, your boots on the ground, as much as possible, going out there and trying to figure it all out kind of thing. So um, I'm glad you're doing that. And you're changing the dynamic of what historically has been done by so many others. So I'm um, very happy that you're doing that and changing the um, some ideas challenging some of these ideas as well so yeah if you've enjoyed the episode please go over check out uh, chairs on all of the links below like comment subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend we will be back peace thanks for taking the time to tune into cfr network if you enjoyed the content don't forget to like comment subscribe